0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the fantasy football hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be continuing the week seven roundup with all the late games in the Sunday night and Monday night games as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, let's continue with the late games as well as the Sunday night and Monday night games for week seven. We're going to start with the Las Vegas Raiders playing well, hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. And guys, I tell you what, since the Gruden ouster, they have been playing, man, Uh, and they get to win here. 33-22. Thirty-three to twenty-two. Uh, in terms of the quarterback, Derek Carr. Derek Carr has really taken off since um, the, all the news has come down. Thirty-four pass attempts, thirty-one completions. Very nice. Three hundred and twenty-three yards, two touchdowns, and one interception. He had. Uh, he wasn't sacked in this one. So Derek Carr. I mean, he he's. He's playing top top five, dare I say, top five uh, quarterbacking. Um, he he has really elevated his game, so uh, kudos to him. In terms of the run game, uh, you already know what it is. Kenyon Drake, four, 14 rushes, 69 yards and a touchdown. He also caught three passes for 10 yards. And Josh Jacobs... Um, Actually had to leave this game with a chest injury, but he did some damage while he was in there. Six rushes, 29 yards, and a touchdown, and then he had three catches for 39 yards. So uh, both running backs viable. We have to see what things look like with uh, Josh Jacobs. But uh, thankfully, uh, they got some time before they play again. I'll mention that in a little bit. In terms of the receivers, there was no Darren Waller. He was a he was inactive for this game with the ankle. It was bothering him all week long. So, yeah. So they did the wise thing and sat him. So, uh, his backup, Foster Moreau, six catches for sixty yards and a touchdown, and that was on six targets. So, pretty outstanding stuff there. Hunter Renf- Renfro continues to work the middle of the field. Seven catches for him, 58 yards, and that was on eight targets. Brian Edwards, three catches for him, uh 43 yards with a touchdown and then Henry Ruggs four catches for only 24 yards. So, um all in all, I tell you what, this Raiders team is on a tear right now. So, um the 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 buy comes right on time for them uh they can lick their wounds uh maybe josh jacobs can come out of this bye, uh being ready for uh the following week which will be week nine he'll hopefully he'll be ready for that as well as darren waller so uh keep an eye on those guys in terms of the eagles um there's some trouble here um Jalen Hurts, 34 pass attempts, same amount as as Derek Carr, but only 18 completions. So, two touchdowns for him. He ran it 13 times uh, for 61 yards. He was sacked twice in this one. So, then you have My- Miles Sanders, six rushes for him for 30 yards. And he had one catch for minus three yards. He left this game in the first quarter. He played the first series. So it looked like he was destined for that big game we all been waiting for. But he left the game with an ankle injury. Excuse me. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what the prognosis for him is. So in the interim... Uh, There was a timeshare between uh, Kenneth Gainwell and Boston Scott. Gainwell had five rushes for 20 yards. He did catch four. um, He had four receptions for 41 yards and a touchdown. So you'll take that. And then Boston Scott, seven rushes for him, 24 yards and a touchdown touchdown. And then one catch for five yards on two targets. So so if Miles Sanders has to miss time, it looks like, guys, uh, that dreaded word that we all shudder to think about in fantasy, timeshare. That's what Kenneth Gainwell will be deployed in, a timeshare with him in Boston, Scott. So. Uh, the hot waiver wire pick right now, uh, Boston Scott, obviously, since he'll be in the timeshare. If you know the Sanders injury is serious, in terms of the receivers, Dallas Goddard, I tell you, um, with Zach Ertz on the out of town now, um, he he's he's going to see a lot more action. So, three catches for him, 70 yards on five targets. Devonta Smith him and Hertz is still kind of misfiring nine targets for him five catches for 61 yards Quez Watkins two catches 37 yards on four targets and then Jalen Rieger had the other touchdown two catches 25 yards with the touchdown so uh again I say uh Philly's gonna have to do something about this offense especially now that Miles Sanders is gonna be on the sidelines. so um they're gonna need to uh, figure this thing out so again Raiders are on a buy Philadelphia actually goes to Detroit so they could kind of pick themselves themselves up off the carpet facing a winless Detroit team so um, so we'll see what happens there so moving on to the LA Rams uh, hosting the Detroit Lions. This was a homecoming for Jarrett Goff, who was traded out of town for Stafford. So, but the Rams ended up beating the Lions 28 to 19. In terms of the the Rams, Matt Stafford, Matthew Stafford continues his MVP uh, race. 41 pass attempts, 28 completions, 334 yards with three touchdowns, and he was sacked only once in this game. I tell you what, Stafford is really balling right now. Um, yes, yeah, so he's definitely in the conversation with the likes of a Kyler Murray, or Tom Brady, um, to a lesser degree. Uh, Guy, I just talked about Derek Carr, so definitely in the discussion for MVP. Um, turns of the running back, uh, Darryl Henderson. You know, he was due to have a um, eh, game, and he had one here 15 rushes, 45 yards, and then three catches for 19 yards on six targets. So, you know, yeah, these things happen, but you know, he's still getting volume. He's still, you know, getting the lion's share of the touches. So, uh, rest assured to the Daryl Henderson truthers out there, your your place is set. So don't worry. Um, and then Sony Michelle two rushes for him for four yards and no action in the pass game. So again, Henderson, uh, without a doubt, the guy in the room. Uh, in terms of the receivers, Cooper Cup, I tell you what, man, um, he is having a season for the ages. Ten catches for him, one hundred and fifty-six yards, and two touchdowns on thirteen targets. He is balling. Um, Robert Woods, six catches for him, seventy yards. That's one that was on six targets. So he's getting to work. He's getting to work. Not as much as Cooper. Cooper Cup, obviously, but he's getting to work. So you know, sooner or later, he'll he'll get he'll get an end zone. So uh, you just got to if you got shares in him, uh, like myself, you just got to hang in and then uh, hope to see that he gets in there. Uh, you know, every now and again. So hopefully a little sooner than that. And then uh, Van Jefferson, four catches for him. 43 yards on seven targets. In terms of the Lions, Jarrett Goff in his return, 36 pass attempts, 22 completions, 268 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. So, and he was sacked twice. So pretty much a typical Jarrett Goff line. So, uh, you know, no real surprises there. In terms of the run game, DeAndre Swift, uh, continues to you know be the guy there 13 rushes for 48 yards and then he caught eight passes for 95 yards with a touchdown and that was on 10 targets so definitely you'll take that to the bank and cash that check for uh swift that's for sure You're, you're happy with those numbers jamal williams 12 rushes for him 57 yards so You know, he's getting work also, but make no mistake, uh, DeAndre Swift is the guy over there. So, you know, and, you know, it helps having a guy like Jamal Williams to kind of, you know, be the bulldozer back there. Whereas, you know, um, Swift gives you both dynamics as far as running the ball and catching it. So that's always a plus. In terms of the receivers, Khalif Raymond led the room. Six catches, 115 yards on eight targets. And then um, he also had one rush for one yard. And then TJ Hawkinson, he's continuously to uh, action too. Nine targets, six catches for 48 yards. So, you know, it's just that he's tied to a, a you know, a. Mediocre quarterbacks. So what can you do? Um, coming up for Detroit, they face the Eagles. I just mentioned that they actually go to Philadelphia. So their over uh, looks like it'll continue. For now, uh, we'll see what happens against Philly, a team that's kind of struggling themselves. So, and then for the Rams, they actually host the no they go to i'm sorry they go to houston to face the texans who uh well i'll talk about texans in a minute but uh i would say definitely fire up all of your rams players even even bobby tree should uh see some uh see some fine numbers over there so um Speaking of Houston, they travel to Arizona, and of course they take a L. Uh thirty-one to five in terms of the Cardinals, Kyler Murray, what more can we say? Twenty-eight pass attempts, twenty completions. Uh he had two hundred and sixty-one yards, three touchdowns and an interception. Ran it six times for ten yards and was sacked four times. So you know, Kyler Murray is still doing his thing for the, the actually the top team in the NFC, believe it or not, almost at the halfway point here. Uh, in Arizona is the cream of the crop of that division. Uh, in terms of the run game, guys, I, I don't know what to tell you here. Chase Edmonds, 15 rushes for 81 yards. Then he had the one catch for nine yards. That was on three targets. James Conner continues to see the goal line work. Ten rushes for him. 64 yards and a touchdown. So, again, I say uh, Chase Edmonds, he is pretty much... He's supposed to be, you know, the multi-dimensional back. But he only gets one catch uh, here, so... James Conner continues to see the goal line work, which gives him more value than Chase Edmonds. Mind you, you probably guys, you probably drafted Chase Edmonds before you drafted Drake. So, um, again, you know, that's kind of the hand you're dealt. So uh, not sure what much more you can do with that. So moving on to the receivers. Zach Ertz, in his first game with the Cardinals, three catches for him, 66 yards and a touchdown on five targets. The the guy walks in the door and he gets a touchdown. Uh, Zach Ertz is a must-own. It seems like I'm not talking out of school here, but he's going to get that work over there with Kyler Murray. He's going to get that work. So it may hinder guys like A.J. Green and perhaps Christian Kirk but um Zach I think more so Rondale Moore I think this could hurt him so uh if you have stock in Rondale Rondale Moore you're worried at the presence of Zach Ertz cuz he's a guy who's pretty much like a receiver so uh he's going to see that work AJ Green three catches for him 66 yards of course Uh, DeAndre Hopkins targeted nine times, seven catches for 53 yards and a touchdown. Then Christian Kirk targeted five times, four catches, 50 yards and a touchdown. So, uh, Colin Murray continues to spread the wealth, um, which, you know, that's a good thing for the team. You know, if you have stock in Hopkins, uh, I don't know how happy you are with that, Um, but. The team is winning. So I guess everyone's happy. So <clears throat> moving on to the Houston Texans in their offense or lack thereof, uh, Davis mills, 23 completions of 32 passes, 135 yards, no touchdown, no interceptions. He lost a fumble and was sacked twice. So, um, Here's what I don't understand, guys. (laughs) They're moving. Seems like they're trying to move heaven to earth to deal Deshaun Watson. I guess they're doing that because they don't exactly know when he's going to be back. And he does have value. So they figure we might as well get something for the guy. But this offense is sputtering. And (laughs) you're dealing a quarterback who can probably, once you put him in here, be the difference in this offense, I don't understand what's going on in Texas, uh, in Houston, that is. So, Uh, it is what it is. Anyhow, <clears throat> in terms of the run game, still a hot mess. David Johnson, seven rushes for 25 yards. He was targeted six times, caught five passes for 27 yards. Mark Ingram six rushes for him nine yards. He did catch um, caught three passes for eighteen yards. And then Philip Lindsay just two rushes for eight yards. You want nothing to do with this backfield whatsoever. You uh, you just don't. Uh, th- this just awful offense. Um, turns to the receivers. Nico Collins two catches for him twenty eight yards on five targets. Brandon Cooks, poor Brandon Cooks, five catches, 21 yards on seven targets. And then Danny Amendola, three catches for 17 yards on five targets. So, yeah, so, you know, this Houston offense is pretty offensive, <laughs> to be honest. So, And then they get no favors next week. They, um, They host the Red Hot Los Angeles. Los Angeles Rams, so uh, yeah, no, no, no uh, rest for the weary there. And then Arizona, I mentioned they're on the short, they're on the short week. They actually host Green Bay on the Thursday nighter, and uh, so far things are looking good for them because both. Uh, Devontae Adams, I I mentioned it in the previous podcast is out with COVID. Now, Eddie, his counterpart, Alan Lazar, also out with COVID. So, um, I doubt if they get those two positive tests by, um, Thursday. So, yeah. So, um, Aaron Rodgers may be without two of his weapons. So, uh. Definitely looking favorable for Arizona right now. Moving on to Tampa Bay hosting the Chicago Bears and beating them soundly 38-3. A lot of morbid offenses here. Uh, Terms of Tampa Bay, Tom Brady doing Tom Brady things. Uh, 36 pass attempts, uh, 20 completions. Um uh, two hundred and eleven yards, four touchdowns though. Wow. Uh he wasn't sacked in this one. So uh Tom Brady, you know, just just doing what he does. He did get a six hundred uh touchdown as a pro, so uh so that's a milestone right there for who many called the goat. So <laughs> uh in terms of the run game. Um Leonard Fournette continues to dominate the room 15 rushes 81 yards and a touchdown two catches for nine yards and four targets and then ronald jones the second 10 rushes 63 yards he did uh lose a fumble in this one so but uh you know i say it each and every week fournette is the guy to have so In terms of the receivers, now remember, they were without Gronk. They were without uh, Antonio Brown. So when you don't have those two guys, what do you do? You lean on your uh, thoroughbreds. Chris Godwin, uh, monster game for him, probably the best game of the year for him. Uh, Eight catches, 111 yards, and one touchdown uh, and that was on 11 targets. Mike Evans, six catches for him, 76 yards. He had three touchdowns. Whoa. And that was on 10 targets. Uh, turns out everybody else, not much. OJ Howard, one catch for nine yards. And that's on three targets. And he was a guy who I ended up... Uh, <laughs> Grabbing off the waiver wire while because I was desperate during uh, this, uh, you know, this treacherous bye week. So, uh, yeah, it didn't work out for me. So what, what can you do? Uh, Cameron Bray, even worse. Zero catches for him. And he was targeted four times. And then Tyler Johnson, two catches for 16 yards on two targets. So in terms of the Bears, Justin Fields still learning on the job. Thirty-two pass attempts, twenty-two completions, uh 184 yards, three interceptions. Whoa. And he lost two fumbles. Goodness. Um it ran it eight times for thirty eight yards, was sacked four times. So if you had Tampa Bay defense, you're probably ecstatic right now. So um Yeah, because that defense was all over the poor kid. In terms of the run game, I tell you what. Damian Williams did come back um, from his injury. But Khalil Herbert, I tell you what, man. This kid is balling right now. 18 rushes, 100 yards. Then he caught five catches for 33 yards. Um, In terms of Damian Williams... Only three rushes for him for five yards and one catch for three yards. So uh, Herbert has taken over the room, the running back room over there. And uh, I tell you now, run to the waiver wire to get him. Uh, from what I'm hearing, David Montgomery, they're not exactly sure when he's going to come back or if he's going to come back. So definitely grab onto this kid, man. Um, I thought it would be a time share. With uh Damien back, but no, they're hitching their wagon to the kid uh Herbert, so definitely grab them if you can get them. In terms of the receivers, there's oh, what can you really say here? Cole Komet five catches, 43 yards on six targets, Darnell Moody targeted five times, two catches, 39 yards, uh, Jesse James, the tight end. Three catches for twenty yards. The other tight end that is, Allen Robinson, um, the second. Whew. Two catches, sixteen yards on four targets, and then Marquise Goodwin, two catches for him for sixteen yards on four targets. Again, guys, if you are A. Rob owners, you're in you're in a pickle right now. Um, it's just no two ways about it. Uh, You probably can't move him unless you package him with something else to get a somewhat decent player. But I think you're stuck with him. I think you're stuck with him unless you um, pull the trigger and drop him on the waiver wire. So it has gotten that bad, guys. So anywho. So in terms of Chicago, what's next up for them? They host the 49ers and what could be an interesting game, um, 49ers got problems of their own, so uh be interesting to see how that uh, the two teams match up. And then Tampa Bay goes to New Orleans to face the Saints, and what should be a good game, actually. So, uh, And then remember, James Winston um, was a former uh, Buccaneer, so I'm sure he'll be hyped up for this one, so uh, that should be a goodie. Moving on to the Sunday night game. It was the Indianapolis Colts traveling to San Francisco, speaking of. And they beat San Francisco 30 to 18. Uh, Indianapolis quietly getting it done, man. Quietly. Uh, Carson Wentz. I mean, thing with Carson Wentz, he's not going to blow you away with numbers. But the guy wins, man uh 26 pass attempts, 17 completions, 150 yards, two touchdowns. He also ran it four times for 23 yards in a rushing touchdown and then he lost a fumble in this one. Was sack once. So again, I say Carson Wentz, he may not win you a fantasy football title, but he he gets he gets the job done for his team. So, uh Better in reality than in fantasy. So, in terms of the run game, interesting um, for both run games, actually. Very interesting. Jonathan Taylor, 18 rushes, 107 yards and touchdown. He also had three catches for three yards. And then, of course, the target monster here, his counterpart, Naheem Hines. Eight rushes for 14 yards, only one catch. Minus two yards on three targets, so um, yeah, but still, you know, Jonathan Taylor is who he is. So, <clears throat> in terms of the receivers, Michael Pittman Jr., this is the game that everybody's been waiting for those who have shares in him and would probably force to play him this week. Uh, your patient paid off this week four catches 105 yards and a touchdown and that was on four targets so uh there he goes with the game that everybody's been waiting for so hopefully this is a sign of good things to come uh mo alley cox continues to you know uh get get it going three catches 25 yards and a touchdown for him And then Zach Pascal, three catches for 14 yards, and he was targeted six times. So, yes. So, um, again, efficient game for Carson Wentz, and he actually got one of his receivers to be viable in fantasy. So, you'll take that. Uh, In terms of San Francisco, boy, movie problems. Okay, Jimmy Garoppolo, 27 pass attempts, 16 completions. Hundred and eighty-one yards. He had the touchdown and then two interceptions and was sacked twice. So you're already hearing the rumblings about Trey Lance coming in. So uh, I'm sure you'll hear you'll hear that all week long. So uh, let's see if Garoppolo can you know write himself for next week. We'll see. Elijah Mitchell. It's the reason I said uh, interesting was. He has the same numbers as uh, Jonathan Taylor: eighteen rushes, one hundred seven yards, and a touchdown. Interesting. And then Jermichael Hasty, three catches for one, three rushes for one yard, then three catches for fifteen yards on six targets. So Elijah Mitchell, if he's out there on the waiver wire, grab, snatch him up, guys. Um, he's back in rhythm, and it looks like. He is the guy in that backfield. So um, I know there's rumblings about Jeff Wilson coming off the IR, but right now it seems like they're uh, placing all their eggs in the basket of uh, Elijah Mitchell. In terms of the receivers, Debo Samuel. I tell you what, here's another guy who's having a very good year. Uh, seven catches for 100 yards on and one touchdown on seven targets. Uh Char- Charlie Warner, uh the tight end, two catches for him, 3 yards. And then Brandon Ayuk. Oh gosh. Uh he is having a nightmare of a season. One catch for 6 yards for him. So, um and Kyle, Kyle Shanahan came out and say, he's got to start grinding. He's got to start, uh, you know, getting it going. So, you know, uh, sometimes when you hear stuff like that, kind of the next week, you see this guy targeted and uh, you kind of see the production goes up. So keep an eye out for him. Uh, So for next up, San Francisco, they're at Chicago, as I mentioned. And then for Indianapolis, they host the Tennessee Titans, who Comes in um, a house on fire, so uh, that should be a good one. Divisional battle too, yeah, that should be good. And then for the Monday night, uh, uh, kind of a snoozer there a little bit. Um, uh, the New Orleans Saints go to Seattle and to that 12-man crowd and beat Seattle 13 to 10. Again, not too interesting a game. Um, let's let's just talk about it. Uh, terms of quarterback, Jameis Winston. Uh, 35 pass attempts, 19 completions, 222 yards, one touchdown. He did rush it eight times for 40 yards and was sacked twice. You know, it's, it's not going to knock your socks off these numbers, but again... Uh, kind of like Carson Wentz, he he's get he's getting the wins, and and he's doing it you know not with the spectacular numbers, but he's staying within himself. Uh, I give Sean Payton a great deal of credit for that man. Uh, in terms of the run game, Alvin Kamara a one man wrecking team, twenty rushes, fifty one yards, but he caught ten passes for 128 yards and one touchdown on 11 targets so alvin kamara pretty much doing alvin kamara things so you like to see this especially with you know the fact that he's getting his numbers he's doing this thing with winston back there which you know a lot of people were uh, on the fence about kamara especially if a Taysom hill would have end up the starter but he's having a solid year so uh you'll definitely take this in terms of the receivers the other receivers um adam troutman now early preseason buzz was about him and then he got the injury uh going into the season so it seems like now he's all healed up three catches for him 36 yards so um definitely expect to see more volume to him that's for sure Marquise Calloway, he was targeted seven times, three catches, 32 yards for him. Traquan Smith, he's actually back in the lineup. One catch for 11 yards on three, three targets. And then remember two guys, uh, Michael Thomas is en route. Uh, they say he's still a few weeks away from um, taking the field, so, you know. I would say monitor this practice this week to see what goes on with him. I know a lot of you guys have him on your IR, on your reserve, uh, on your bench there. So uh, definitely keep keep an eye out for that. It'll be interesting to see how he fits into this this uh, Saints team. Um, but yeah, so definitely keep an eye out for that. In terms of Seattle, yeah, what can you do? uh Gino Smith you know he's taken over for R- Russell Wilson up until week 10 so uh you know you got you got to live and die with this guy for now 22 pass attempts 12 completions 167 yards one touchdown he was sacked 5 times he ran it 3 times for 12 yards so you know Geno Smith is who he is. Um, You put him out there. You hope he doesn't make too many mistakes while he's out there. So um, is he going to move the ball up and down the field with, you know, regularity? Probably not. So uh, what can you do? In terms of the run game, Alex Collins kind of comes back down to earth. 16 rushes for 35 yards and one catch for nine yards. And then in terms of the receivers, D.K. Metcalf, I tell you what, man. uh, A lot of people were sweating bullets when uh, Russell Wilson went down. But D.J. Metcalf hasn't missed the beat, really. Uh, Two catches for 96 yards and a touchdown. He had that long 84-yarder in this game. And that was on five targets. Freddie Swain, four catches for him. 39 yards. That's on six targets. He ran the ball once for eight yards. Tyler Lockett, two catches, 12 yards, targeted three times. And Gerald Everett, three catches, 11 yards for him, targeted three times, and he ran it once for 12 yards. Uh, Tyler Lockett, guys, um, you're going to have to bench him until – Russell Wilson gets back. He has absolutely no rapport with Geno Smith. Geno Smith will not throw it down the field. He will not hit him long for a pass. He's just not doing that. So, um, right now, Tyler Lockett is a must-sit until Russell Wilson gets back. That's just the way it is, guys. Anyhow, so... Moving on for Seattle next week, they host the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's coming fresh off a bye. And then for New Orleans, they host Tampa Bay, which should be a division rival. Um, Should be a good game. A lot of uh, expectations on both sides. You know, both are vying for playoffs. So, you know, it's early, but, you know, these are statement games. So anyhow, so, guys, that is... Is your line, uh, your roundup as far as that goes in terms of the, the waiver wire, probably a little more slow of a week since, you know, you had the week seven with six teams on a buy. So you're getting a lot of those players back. So you may not need, need to make too many moves. Um, if you do, there's guys that you definitely need to consider. Uh in terms of the quarterback. Uh to a I mentioned him, I believe, last week. I'll mention him again. He needs to be owned. Uh check to see if Derek Carr is back back on the waiver wire, because I know some teams when he slumped a bit threw him, you know, back to the waiver wire. So check check for him. Um who else? Um you may want to get a jump on a trade, Lance, uh, just in case Garoppolo still struggles. So you may want to consider him, and then also, uh, I'm pretty sure Burrows off off the map. Um, Mac Jones, maybe maybe you want to consider Mac Jones. Uh, he's starting to come into his own as a quarterback. Trevor Lawrence, of course, uh, with him coming off the bye. Definitely somebody to scour the waiver wires to see if he's on it or not. Um, Sam Darnold, at this point, he's a must-drop. So, uh, this will, you know, if you happen to have him, you can make room um, in that regard. So, that's your quarterbacks. In terms of the running backs, Boston Scott. Is one to consider for the Eagles. Uh, Khalil Herbert. Uh, again you have to consider him as well. Um, probably a dart throw. Uh, Peyton Barber. With uh, the Jake, Josh Jacobs injury. So you definitely want to keep an eye out for that. Um, who else? Uh, Michael Carter makes sure. Uh, He's no longer on the waiver wire. Uh, Check for Zach Moss or uh, Devin Singletary. Because I know with the Bills being on the buy, um, uh, somebody may have threw Zach Moss to the waiver wire. So check for him as well as uh, Singletary. Uh, I would say Moss first, then Singletary. Um, Who else? Uh, Devontae Booker. Uh, check the waiver wire to make sure he's off the off the map there. Um, I guess you can go for J.J. Taylor for the Patriots. I guess he's one to consider as well. So um, I think that about covers it in terms of the must own uh, running backs. Uh, Samarji Perrine Uh, He's another one. I mispronounced his name uh, in the last podcast, guys. It's Samaji Perrine for the Bengals. um, Maybe he's somebody to consider if something were to happen to Joe Mixon. Um, Yes, so I think that about covers it in that regard in terms of your... um, running backs in terms of wide receivers uh who's out there that you can uh grab up um the Marquise valdez scantling you uh see if you may want to uh you know take a chance on him with Devonte adams going down and also uh alan lazar um so you may want to check for him randall cobb maybe um if you need somebody this week um who else to consider uh russell gage check for russell gage of the falcons um seem like he's getting involved in things there Uh, yes. So, uh, Dante Pettis, I guess you can consider him, um, especially if, uh, the, the rest of those guys don't come back anytime soon. I think you got to check, uh, Galladay, see how he practices. Sterling Sharp is another guy, uh. I think Kadarius Toney may be out a little bit longer. So, uh, you could do a lot worse than Dante Pettis, uh, at this point. Um. Uh, check for Kendrick Bourne of the Patriots now that Matt Jones is flinging it around more. So he may get other guys viable, like a, definitely a, a Kendrick Bourne, uh, Michael Pittman. He's probably owned, so I wouldn't bother with him. Um, I guess Khalif Raymond of the Lions. I guess you can go there. And things fluctuate because Amon, Amon Rod St. Brown, he was hot last week and then he didn't have a catch in this game. So... uh, So... The Lions receivers are very volatile right now. So, uh, yeah, I guess if you're desperate. Uh, Other than that, I don't see anyone else. And then in terms of the tight ends, check for Robert Tanya because he he has been lousy for the most part this season. So he kind of got himself back on the map and especially with. Without uh, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazar, uh, Rodgers is going to need to throw it to someone. So why not Tanyan? I told you about Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz is a must own um, in terms of, I would say, Foster Moreau. But I think Darren Wallace should be fine with them being on the buy. So, uh, so he should be fine coming out of that. Um, uh, and CJ Uzuma. CJ Uzuma make sure he's not dangling out there. And Dalton Schultz, because, uh, Dallas had a buy. So I understand Michael Gallup is coming back, but it's Prescott just seems to favor this guy. Um, Dalton Schultz, So, uh, definitely Dalton Schultz is a guy you want to think about. Um, Not sure. uh, I doubt if we'll see Dawson Knox for the Bills uh, this week or maybe the next week. So, uh, you may not want to go there unless you want to do a pick up and stash until he gets healthy. So... Yeah, I think that about covers it, guys. So, yeah. So, all right. So, again, we have covered the week seven of the NFL. Next week will be week eight, after which we'll reach the midway point of the season. So, a lot of interesting stuff, guys. All right. So, just stick and stay with, with myself, GD, and I got you covered the rest of the way, guys. So... I will talk to you later. So my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at that sportsdudegd at gmail.com. You can also hit my Zell at that same email address to support this podcast. And again, I value and appreciate you listening to the podcast.